Hello and welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for our first and premiere episode of Flack, which is an Amazon Prime series. Since this is our first time jumping into this one, let's take a peek behind the curtains. Just want to ask peers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. So Flack is a dramedy created by Oliver Lansley, written by Oliver Lansley as well, directed by Peter Catino and George Kane. It stars Anna Paquin as Robin, Sophie Okonedo, did I say that right? Okonedo as Caroline, Guinevere Angelson as Ruth, Lydia Wilson as Eve, Rebecca Benson as Melody, Irene's Ken as Sam, Mark Warren as Tom, not sure if we've met Tom yet, Rufus Jones as Mark, and Andrew Luang as Craig, which we did meet because he's the IT worker <laughs> that we saw very briefly today, uh, or in this particular episode, I should say. Anna Paquin also serves as executive producer along with Cerise Halam Larkham, Stephen Moyer, who is her husband and played in the show that she's most known for, which is True Blood, Mark Larkin, Jimmy Mulville, and Helena Williams. It originally was on the UK channel Pop. But they canceled it after one season. Amazon Prime picked it up for a second season. And there's no word at this time on a third season. But I think it has a really good uh, premise to it. Even if all of the characters aren't necessarily the most likable at this time. But I'm sure with it, they, they might be more likable. We shall see. On average, Rotten Tomato, the series holds an approval rating of 68% with an average rating of 6.4 out of 10 based on 19 reviews. Now that we have given the dues, let's jump into the recap. As you know, this first episode was written by Oliver Lansley, directed by Peter Catanio. I gave it an 8.4 out of 10. It was all right. Um, I liked what they were doing as far as the PR aspect of it. I'm still getting a hang on the particular characters, but uh, there's some drama and I, I'm curious to see where it goes. So Patrick is a character we meet in the beginning was freaking out nude because despite his claims that he and Pedro weren't doing gay stuff, they're both unclothed. And been partying hard. I wish the whole episode was about Patrick instead of even Anthony because he was interesting. <laughs> he said this is all very stressful. She asked him to stop flopping his dick in her face while she attempts CPR. He knows that this will ruin him as he is a closeted football star. In Britain that means that he plays soccer. And so he runs into the bathroom, locking the door, and she yells, Robin, if I, if you kill yourself, I'll fucking kill you. She stops him just in time from swallowing a whole bunch of pills, tells him to calm down, 
slaps him for puking on her dress and tells him what he needs to do. Get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. I don't know much about CPR, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. However, Pedro does live and immediately wants money to keep quiet, which she gives him and the room for the night. As Patrick is ushered out the back door. Before she leaves, though, she decides to bump a line of coke for her troubles. Robin stays with her sister Ruth and British husband Mark, who is full mom dad. Kelly finds a bag of coke. Oh my god. <laughs> Kelly is Robin's niece, and she tells her sister it was confiscated from a client. I don't do that anymore. And to Kelly, she says, it's just sugar for my coffee. Stealing your sister's clean underwear, okay. But when even the little five-year-old says you smell like a prostitute, I think you need to take a shower. They both go to a bridge and drop in Ruth and Robin, a sunflower, clearly having suffered a recent loss, but it turns out this is just an anniversary um, ordeal. Robin heads to work and greets her boss, Caroline, who I love immediately. She holds up a pantsuit and asks if it makes her look like a lesbian, which is the point as she's going to a lesbian's benefit. Caroline wants her to handle a woman threatening to go public regarding an affair with photo proof, seeing as she hasn't screwed the man yet, that they need to represent, whose name is the title character, Anthony. So she is considered the best to handle the situation before, as she states, hashtag Henderson put it up me too starts blowing up on Twitter. When Robin gets a call, Caroline tells her, I don't know, I don't care if that is Jesus proposing marriage. Only one person answers the phone in this office. You can't fuck with Queen I love Sophie Okonedo. I watch a lot of her movies and the shows that she's been in. So I, of course, was drawn to this show because of her. And I already want to see more of this character. She is met or she is to meet Henderson and brush her teeth beforehand. She tells her in a backhanded compliment that she would literally kill for her skin and peel it off her body. I was like, her skin is all right, but it ain't all worth that. I mean, I don't know if I would take it that far. Then Caroline's receptionist knocks on the door, well, just walks in, and she says, I know you didn't just not knock on my door. And she said, there's a terrified Scottish girl waiting for you in reception. Caroline says, oh, yes, I got you a new pet. Melody is the cheery intern that enlightens the audience that this is a branding slash media type of corporation or in layman's terms a pr firm she tells her all about caroline's quirks and introduces her to eve who tells her she looks like she's been kidnapped by a murderer and dressed in his mother's clothes god damn i get this is supposed to be witty but it also comes off like a colonial white bitch and not about those type of women eve has a lot to do 
even i was trying to find her dialogue funny maybe it will get funnier but i felt most of the things she was saying was just straight up offensive robin made it very clear that she does not have to listen to uh eve you don't work for her you're not her intern but she went and got her all the things that she requested anyway and still was dressed down and she is supposed to be contacting the girl with the henderson photos and buying them from her eve is a silver spoon child living from dad's connects we find out who also bone henderson and encourages robin not to do so even though everyone in the office has done so uh, at the meet at the restaurant where robin has watched his performance and encourages him to steer the story to a more empathetic light brings up the fact that his wife's mom had breast cancer so there that will give the paparazzo something else to sniff around she proposes he convince his wife to get a mammogram for a cancer scare he then starts making a scene slapping himself in shame and gripping her hands forcing her out the door with him this feels like a way to get her into bed back at the office melody calls tech because she didn't know that she had to click the button on to get the mouse to work and is easily smitten with harry potter the tech and vice versa eve comes in to mock them before handing her her phone and telling her what the criteria are for the guys that she's gonna swipe right on i don't know i've never been on tinder you might also be hearing some long hair going on outside <laughs> Uh, she gets a call from robin who tells her to pay the woman whatever she wants for the photos because she can afford it and that she needs her to schedule a mammogram without giving her very many details and then hanging up eve teases her about possibly sleeping with henderson but she says i'm not like you henderson tries several attempts to find an end with robin saying you know i'm just addicted to sex i've got a problem i love my wife but we haven't had sex in a year and a half which turns out to be a lie but it doesn't matter she's a cokehead more fucked up than him who also likes having sex with people that she doesn't love and there we go they have sex with each other he admires her complicated persona and i'm not sure why they needed to have sex in the bathroom when the bed was right there but maybe they just wanted to feel dirty afterwards she's angry at her poor life choices with him being like don't blame me melody poor melody cannot get eve to help her as she is caught up in her own client about what to do about this mammogram and where to schedule it so with nowhere left to turn she calls mrs henderson to ask where she'd like her mammogram you done messed up aaron eve checks the list of people melody chose for her tinder dates and is disappointed does she live to make people's lives miserable patrick has more bad news coming his way because (laughs) turns out the boy he was hanging out with is 15 however the press is going to sit on this a particular member of the press if he can get an exclusive on the wedding that's about to occur um well they're about to get engaged right now and she orders melody to go order a rock and send the bill to patrick to propose to his wife i'm with melody gang rape is not funny and if that's something i need to work through to get into the high corporate world then that's not a place for me robin calls sis ruth who knows something is up and shares the deets on who she 
let ride the bone train with her motives being he was there and i can get away with it she gets the text that her intern messed up the missus won't let antony in and wants a divorce she climbs into the bathroom window and asks what the wife wants she knew about the affair she knew she know well she yeah she knew she knew about the affairs robin she's just mad the wife that he keeps getting caught so she tells her look i can release it and you can destroy his life and have your revenge or you can be quiet ride this out for six months and then take him for everything that you want and i'll assist you in doing that so the uh, two side to clean glasses of champagne and the crisis is avoided henderson wants to know why she had sex with him later on and robin replies to feel something that she didn't now rub your eyes for the story we are selling so you look upset and the story does indeed sell front page news cancer scare it is really unfortunate what happens a little bit later eve has a date that melody picked out for her but is not invited to have a drink with her after work because you are a bitch trust when i say only caucasian women can get away with treating other caucasian women like this because anyone with melanin (laughs) be some problems robin kinder gives melody some money for the pills that she picked up for her from the pharmacy which turns out to be birth control pills and for some wages even though she will deny it carolyn comes in and wonders if she looks fuckable she tells robin girl don't worry about morality after robin assures i am a woman and i would fuck you the world turns all we do is help push ironically and terribly there was a shadow found on mrs henderson's breast so yeah it's a good thing that she went and got herself checked out because she now owes her a thank you but she was not doing it with any altruistic intentions so feels even more terrible goes to a park for a smoke meets a worn out mom and it's easier to talk to strangers than to your family or friends so she admits that her mom committed suicide a year ago to the day and that she was a mess so much so that her and her sister moved away to the continent or a whole ass continent i just want to move to britain it's 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 gonna happen i'm not saying it just to say it it's happening (laughs) i do not want to retire my life here like yeah around 65 if that's where it is i'm I'm going i'm going to britain fuck it if i can get there beforehand and find a way trust me i'm looking for them every day looking for those opportunities other than to just you know what i mean like when my daughter's 18 it gets a little bit easier i have to worry about that craziness of custody but for the most part um when i get my chance i will be taking it robin a cokehead definitely feels she may be heading to the same fate emotionally dead inside and will jump off the what did she say she jumped off the brooklyn bridge her mom did she also has a chocolate boyfriend sam at home who seems to be a doctor or nurse they do live together she just spent the night at her sister's they are also attempting to have a baby except she isn't being honest about it sneaking to the shower to wash off the affair and take birth control pills breaking her toothbrush in a fit of unexplained rage and that is how the first episode ended it has 
little elements that make me want to continue to watch. It's also six episodes uh, uh, per season. So I always like when there's a shorter dose because we get right to each story. And it, it gives a good formula for what the setup is. I'm just not as sure on all of the characterizations. But if you want to send feedback on our next episode, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.